0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever KDH podcast. I have been meaning to do this for so long and it's taken a pandemic for me to get around to it, so um, apologies that there is no fancy intro to start all with, off with. I do have a, man, a fancy microphone, so obviously nobody can see that, but I can see it. Um, I'm new to this and I will get around to it and it's something I'll add on in the future. So the plan of this podcast is to chat about what fitness can do for you. It's to chat anything about fitness. I'm going to be talking to other people. Um, It's to clear up any of the bullshit and have a laugh at the same time. So that's the main focus of this podcast. I've been listening to podcasts for about two years now, and I honestly think they're amazing. They're an amazing thing that you can get so much bang for your buck out of. You can do two things at once. You can go out for a walk and listen to them. I used to go to, when I was working in the gym, I'll go and sit and cost. I'm saying it like I used to work there. I still work there, not really now. Um... when I'm uh, between clients in the gym I'll go over and write programs I do a bit of content creation but I'll also listen to podcasts at the same time so you can always kill two birds with one stone and especially with the amount of people going out walks right now they are an amazing tool to have we're a bit like dogs right now with the amount of walks we're going but it's good so you can obviously uh, if you're looking to get more active it's a great thing to do as well but you can listen to them in your bed and stuff and that Um, So my plan for this podcast is to mainly do interviews, that's the plan, I'm not going to set anything in stone uh, and have a chat about anything fitness and about what it's done for that person. I've got my first guest lined up already, it's my friend Adam and I'm absolutely buzzing to have him on, but today it's going to be about about me. Um, Adam's story is actually very inspirational, it's it's, it's quite an interesting one so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Today's podcast is going to be about me, my background and my story with fitness like what it's done for me so that's what we're going to be chatting about today so i started off getting into fitness when i was younger i'm talking about when i'm a wee guy here my childhood consisted of karate football and chappy cutting about chapping people's doors and cutting about my pals but i was never dead into them i was a black belt at karate when i was younger i mainly went i went with my cousin and it was like a I I did enjoy it, I enjoyed the discipline side of it, I enjoyed the fitness side of it, but it was a good laugh with your pals and that as well. Um, I've never been the best at any sport, I'm actually pretty shit at sports, and I'm not even dead into them. Um, When I was younger and I played football, there was two teams and I was in the shit team, so um, I'm not amazing at it. I wasn't massively interested in it either, and I think when you're younger you kind of force down roots, Um, and it's, it's obviously just what happens a lot of people in the uk go and play football and i wasn't that into it i don't even watch it anymore um when i was about 12 or 13 i had a hu- like i've always had a huge appetite i've still got a huge appetite now but that's when i really started to notice that i had a huge appetite and if i didn't do anything it, i was going to end up really overweight like i wasn't doing as much karate anymore i wasn't playing football when i was at this point where i kind of dropped what i was doing and I hated that, I was quite self-conscious about my weight and stuff as well, my cousin used to give me pelters for it when I was younger, um, but I think sometimes that's the sort of direction you need to get you going in the right direction, um, I remember when I was younger, I went on a ski trip to Italy with my school, again I was about 12 or 13, I can't remember, I was in... First year, maybe second year, it's high school. Um, and my mom and dad picked me up from the airport, and they actually said I looked like I'd ate my pal like in a week. I'd literally put on so much body fat, man. Um, but I remember like my parents brought me up like being a foodie, enjoying food trying different things, and we went on that trip, and I remember there was so many fussy eaters, so I had so many leftovers, and I was like, oh my god, this pasta and pizza is great, Um, and I remember I had a pizza there, and it's honestly, to this day, one of the best pizzas I've ever had, a ham and mushroom one, and my sort of actual fitness uh, journey started at a gym in Shilton, near where I live, in Ayrshire, um, called Porky's, and I went every single Thursday with my uncle. Um, And it mainly consisted of uh, running on treadmills, going out for runs, because Shuggy was right into, he still is into running, um, and and going out for runs, and, and doing, like, just fucking about on the machines, basically, not really following the plan. I had, like, a basic sort of thing, but I didn't really know anything about it. I wasn't one of those wee mutant looking gym teenagers where they get into the gym when they're like 13 and they're absolutely massive i wasn't like that it was mainly just to like sort of control my weight but I, I loved it and i loved going there on a the first day. and i had done other stuff outside of that i joined other gyms and stuff as well Um in 2011 i joined the royal air force i joined the military um and i have to say that um fitness definitely influenced me to going towards the military um, and I've always looked up to the services, some of my family members went in, my uncle's, uh, sorry, my uncle, um, mom's cousin, and I just was like, do you know what, I'm going to do that, I actually remember, like, when I was 16, I was sitting in the house one day, and I'd thought about it, and I watched this advert for the RAF, like that, you don't need a pilot to fly an RAF, um, and, and, uh, I remember just being like, that's what I want to do, and I remember I went and said to my mum, that's what I want to do, and not long after I went and joined up. I was a Scorpion in the Air Force, so I wasn't a physical training instructor, I wasn't a PTI. A Scopey is essentially, in a nutshell, a, sort of a radar, not an, a radar, an operator rather than a, a radar technician, it's an operator. We sort of specialised in UK air defence, UK air control, um, avoiding things like nine eleven 11 happening, that sort of thing. Um, but they're called dot watchers because in the war they had that big scope with the, the sort of circling line where they pick up the dots and that's the sort of radar um, I met some great friends for life um, the friends, the sort of friends where you can literally pick up the phone and phone one of them and it's, it's just, you, you, you've not even, you literally pick up exactly exactly where you left off last year I went to my friend Joe's wedding and uh, catching up with some of the boys was amazing I was on a, I was on a watch when I was at RAF bomber called B-Watch and it was like that was it was all the boys for that so it was brilliant a few other boys that weren't on that as well but it was it was it was really really good um i spent a lot of time abroad uh i worked with the u.s military abroad i worked in cyprus for a while i'd done a lot of different adventure training things parachuting trips abroad doing loads of different stuff and it really got me to do a lot of things that pushed me out of my comfort zone as well which is brilliant um, I also became a bit of a borderline alcoholic, which is quite common in the military. Um, I don't really think it should be promoted, but it really is. It's also when my fitness journey really stepped up. Um, gym and pub, uh, so a lot of gymming. I was very, I was self-taught, um, so taught everything myself, uh, learned everything myself. I was surrounded by a lot of different people from lots of different backgrounds that I learned a lot from. People that were into things like powerlifting, people that were into just pure aesthetics training, people were into fitness and it was, it was good to be in that environment to learn a lot. i had done a lot of different, uh, the main sort of training i had done was mostly for aesthetics, for nights out, to get a wee bit bigger, because at that point I wanted to be a bit more confident in my body and stuff as well, which is completely fine, and that's why a lot of people start off training as well. Um, I've done a lot of circuit training, any sort of challenges that came up, I took them on, um, and that's my sort of, my, my training then. Um, if I could change one thing, I would literally go back and hire a coach, I would get an online coach, I would get someone that knew what they were doing because in all those years of winging it and learning myself, I could have literally learned in a good few months with a good coach. So I would highly recommend hiring a coach. Um, And a lot of people seem to be against it. I don't know why, PT please. so why did I leave the military? I left the military because I was ultimately unhappy. I felt like a bit of a number to be honest. And I think a lot of people in jobs like that do as well. Um, and there's, there's nothing wrong with it, I wouldn't change it. I felt understimulated. Um, a quote that I heard last year and I just totally got it was the opposite of happiness is boredom, and I was bored. I felt as if I had so much energy that could be put into something else, and I just I I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. In 2014, when I was abroad, um I I, t- I remember i used to go abroad and a lot of the boys because i was right into the gym and be like oh can you train me maybe they weren't as much into it and i loved it i loved training a lot of people i loved getting people um doing more getting them getting the most out of themselves and I, I really really liked that i remember i was uh, living with uh, a boy called mark ware in 2013 when uh, 2014 we were in the middle east on this us air force base and uh, the um, I trained him, and I remember just being like, you know, I would actually consider it becoming a personal trainer when I left the military, because I always knew the military wasn't going to be a long-term thing for me, it was a bit of a stepping stone, and that's when I first ever considered it, but I didn't leave until 2017, and um, I knew nothing about the fitness industry, uh, when I left, I literally didn't even follow any fitness influencers, so like, not that, like, like, See the likes of my account when I produce content and I put things out. If you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, I didn't even follow any accounts like that. I think the only actual personal trainer I'd heard off was Joe works I wasn't that like outside of the military fitness, I didn't know anything about sort of civilian fitness. I didn't really I hadn't really spent a lot of times in civilian gyms and stuff. It was mostly just on military gyms and that sort of culture. So nothing really outside of that. I'd been to the odd sort of crossfit box down in England and stuff like that, but nothing again completely new to it um i was so fucking scared like i remember just being like so scared but i knew i needed to change things up because the way things were i just didn't want to see myself in that forever again there was nothing wrong with i just that's the way i see i just had this sort of epiphany of like i can't do this anymore um i wasn't happy and uh, I was so scared that the one thing that I knew I was going to be alright was that I'm extremely determined to. Like, if someone tells me to do something, I will do it as hard as I possibly can, and I'll make sure that I don't fail. Um, anyone who is unhappy in a job, I cannot urge you enough to get a new one, change it up. Like, we're only here once. Do you know what I mean? You'll, um, you need to obviously make sure that you're doing something happy. You need to make sure that you're obviously you're not just like I always hear people say things like in the military where they say, "Oh." i'm a what's it called uh i'm pensioned as if they were pension trapped and i'm like that shouldn't be a thing you shouldn't be oh i'm only eight years away from a pension as if their life's like sort of this sort of token so it's only eight years like you need to get away from that mindset and just be happy you need to do something that you want to do um, and anyone that's in the military and they listen to this and they're unhappy just fucking leave man like pbr if you're, de- if you're a determined fucker like I am, you'll be absolutely fine. Like, just make, set your set your heart on something and then go for it and you'll be absolutely fine. You'll receive a lot of negativity from your colleagues in the military as well, and other jobs, not just the military. That's because they're jealous. And I learned that after leaving. I remember that you got pelters for leaving or the grass isn't always greener, or 10 and a penny do that. And then I've also had messages of those same folk asking for advice on not pursuing becoming a personal trainer, but leaving and, and doing different things. And oh, it's good to see you're doing well. And I'm like, you were the same person that said to me that, like, do you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Um, I wouldn't regret it, though. It's a big part of who I am. And it's taught me a few life lessons as well. Um, it's taught me attention to detail. I've wrote down a few different points. I've got a wee notepad in front of me with a few different things attention to detail is so important the little things matter and like it's not that the RAF is as it regimented it's the military it's not like that shouty screamy way where people think it's actually quite pink and fluffy however uniformity, um, wearing a uniform being proud of what you're wearing um is obviously a big part of it and I remember that even from basic training phase two training and I always carried that on like you need to obviously pay attention to the little things because they will add up to make the bigger picture um second live lesson was i can't remember who said this to me bullshit baffles brains i remember i had crippling anxiety at the thought of even talking in front of someone and then uh, this person that was helping me was saying mate bullshit baffles brains just act like the most confident person in the room and people will believe and listen to what you're saying as well and um, working with the u.s military that was like a big eye opener for public speaking to me like those guys like literally throw themselves out there a lot of people give them that stick for um obviously just the sort of camaraderie between sort of british and americans or um but like see for putting themselves out there that they're not scared they don't really worry about what other people think of them they're willing to put themselves out there and some of the um public speaking that they done when i was uh abroad with them was unbelievable like honestly like proper tuned into them when they when they spoke they're really really good at that um other one lead by example um setting it like lead by example when people will follow suit what i was talking about before where people will always try and be negative if you're doing something if you're trying to be different if you're trying to be outspoken if you continue and you're consistent at it exactly what i said you might find that the same people will then come and ask you for the same advice as well which is pretty crazy um and Uh, but I've a stupid one, how to appreciate a home-cooked meal, now not all the food was bad, but the civilian contracted food man was, some of it was awful, I've got a few honking photos, Um, so I do appreciate being at home and having nice home-cooked meals, Uh, it taught me to give 100% of whatever I do, Um, I think the military can really do good it it doesn't do bad for people but it does make a lot of cabbages it can make someone really independent or it can make someone really rely on being told what to do and i really think it gave me a lot of independence which is quite strange because you are you are told a lot this is what you need to do this is do this x y and z but it has given me a lot of independence and it's gave me a lot of confidence so i wouldn't change what it's done for me Um. so that's my sort of when i was in the military so leaving there when I was starting off as a coach, I started off at Lifestyle Fitness. I literally studied abroad in Cyprus, left, done my six-week PT course. Um, so I studied for three months, done that. Started straight off at Lifestyle Fitness in Kilmarnock. I was hungry to get busy. I wanted to help people. I wanted to educate people. And most importantly, <laughs> I wanted to make money. I literally left like what people would call a job for life. Um, a lot of people say things like, oh, the RAF is great. The RAF isn't a job. The job that you're doing is the job. And I wasn't happy in it. So um i was i felt a bit of pressure that i didn't want to make a fool of myself i didn't want to feel like an idiot and uh i got busy pretty quickly and i started my boot camp about uh 10 months after starting in the gym Um, and i've been doing that at k park since then and recently with obviously um this, the COVID, the pandemic, um, the full things went online and I've loved it. It's, I think a, a lot of personal trainers get to a point when they're working in a gym where you no longer work on the business, you end up working in the business. And I think that's when you hit a plateau and you can't really go beyond. And there's been a lot of things that I've done um, during lockdown that's been really positive for me so that's been a a lot of people are are quite sort of a lot of people have laughed at me throughout because i say how come you're so positive i'm like i just you just need to take like you need to be able to look at the 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 good in a bad situation and i think i've got quite good at that Uh, i think the military helped with that as well um and i remember once when i was uh, i was meant to be going abroad, and i literally got put on 24 hours ready to move and i was on it for three weeks i wasn't allowed to leave base i was basically a prison on the camp and then people were moaning about lockdown i was like i've been here before um my new focus uh, so my new focus when i start off is going to be less one-to-one uh after this sort of thing um uh, more group training and more online training i've absolutely loved the online coaching I've uh, well nearly at seventy members now in the group, um and honestly I can't believe it. It's such a good, good community that we've got online right now. um So being a PT to me is so much more than just a job. It's it's my life now. It's uh, it's and I love doing it. Like I I wouldn't have imagined this when when I was leaving the village. Like the way things have went. Like it's I knew I was passionate about instructing. I knew I was passionate about fitness, but. Um, I've absolutely loved loved it so I, I would never ever change the way things have went and I haven't looked back at all um, talking more, a bit more about my sort of fitness goals is I love training weights, uh, as I said one of my main focuses was building a bit of confidence and being able to go nights out um, wear my scoop nicks, my All Saints scoop necks um, but now it's mostly performance-related. Um, I think everyone kind of, there's not everyone, but like a lot of people go through the same journey. You start off, you train for aesthetics, you realise that it's very much a, a case of doing the same thing week in, week out. And it's not that I was bored of I was kind of bored of it and it's each to their own. I'm not that bored about aesthetics anymore. I train weights still, but I, I mostly just train like sort of bodybuild style train just to hold my shape, to make sure that I've still got shaping my back to make sure that I've still got shape in my chest and my legs and that's really it Uh, and from like a health perspective as well but I do a lot of other things like uh, I recently started CrossFit last year I've done lots of running events I've done road running trail running and obstacle course racing OCR done a bit of that last year I've not really went back into it it's not something that I really want to stick with it was good but I'm not super passionate about it I quite like the trail racing so like hill running uh, running, uh, running over mountains and stuff It's it's hard going but it is good um, and um, recently one of the things that i've done is i bought a road bike which i'm absolutely loving i actually got a road bike about nine days ago been out in it about five times clocking up the miles and it's amazing one of my biggest fitness ambitions is to do an ironman now i'm not going to say it's my biggest because i feel like if i've done it then which i will i'm reaching my plateau it's, it's something that's definitely it's on the cards, and I think with buying that bike, I've, I've just got such a buzz about doing triathlon and duathlon and stuff, and, and trying these sort of things out. But it's, it's it's a it's a it's a buzz thinking about even doing some of like that. I know some it's some people's uh, idea of a, it's someone's idea of a nightmare, but it's I, I like it. To be honest, I just like doing things that are hard. I, I like what you get from it. I like the reward. I like being able to say that yep I've done that and I, I like moving forward I like looking at the next thing like it never ever stops you can't just complete it um, and fitness has gave me a career for life it's made me mentally tougher and it's gave me confidence and I love being able to help uh, so many people improve and build on their lifestyles because that I know what it's done for me and I know what it can do for someone else. And I've I've gotten very good at portraying that to people um, and explaining that to people. And, and I've watched some people develop so much, which is amazing. And it's good to be part of someone's fitness journey like that. Um, don't get stuck in a bubble. Don't get stuck in a comfort zone. Try out different things. Um, you need to be willing to um be the most unknowledgeable in the room. Uh, there's something that I've really learned to enjoy. I love learning. I like not like i like stepping in when i stepped into crossfit last year i've done a lot of training like that um but i loved like i'm not that good to be doing um olympic lifting barbell work which now i'm getting coaching for well i was until this uh, stuff kicked off um but like i like that i like going right I've, it's just like my personality shows and i'm willing to go in and and be uncomfortable and willing to go in and, and be determined to, to work my way up and I think it's just more people should uh, try and indulge themselves in that because it really gets you going and it really gets you motivated as well um, anyway guys thank you so much for listening if you are still tuned in uh, thanks for listening to my story And um, just before I shoot I want to mention that, obviously, I said that I'm doing online group coaching. I'm cur- currently running a one-week free trial that starts every single Monday. All you have to do is DM me on Facebook or Instagram, and I can literally get your mobile number, give you some details, and I can add you to the group and get started. Um, the results we're producing are unbelievable. Some people are saying they're the most motivated they've ever been in their life, which I can't believe. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for tuning in my first podcast. I will be back. Uh, for another one uh, which will be an interview with my friend Adam which I'm really looking forward to because I want you all to hear his story as well thank you very much guys catch you in a bit